respect, at least for, for medical science. It is a 510 now at 550 KTSA FM 1071. Trey Ware Page, KTSA.com. Got a video up this morning, brand new video for you. What to do to prepare for a cyber attack. Cyber attacks are, are growing. Cyber attacks are becoming uh, more painful, obviously. What's going on on the East Coast is something that we are dealing with right now across America. And long lines of about a thousand service stations on the East Side do not, or the East Coast do not have gasoline right now. You've uh, undoubtedly heard of the lines and seen of the lines. So what to do in case of a cyber attack that affects you, because it will. We're headed toward a cyber pandemic, I believe, in the country, and the things you can do to get ready now don't include toilet paper or panic. Okay, so check it out. Trayware page, KTSA.com. Well, uh, cloudy, breezy today, about 71 for the high. Tomorrow, some sunshine and 75, and on Friday, clouds and sun and 81. All right, here's the latest latest on the Colonial Pipeline situation. There's panic buying that's going on, uh, and that's why I did the video this morning, because I don't want you to panic should a cyber attack hit, hit something that is important to you. What would you do if the power was out for several days we kind of found that out in february what would you do if the grocery store was closed for several days or even longer than that those are the questions that we all need to be asking ourselves right now long lines of motorists at gas stations in virginia florida north carolina and georgia reminiscent of the 1970s of course because we got jimmy cotta back in office right Higher gasoline prices, prices raised even during the pipeline incident. They were going up already because why? Well, the president shut down pipelines. That's why. The Colonial Pipeline may be using a vulnerable, outdated version of Microsoft Exchange, but that's nothing that's different than what's happening all across the country, as a matter of fact. There's a lot of companies that are using outdated, outmoded cyber protection software. There's a lot of chaos in the world, a lot of unprecedented things that are happening right now. We have the situation in Israel with them under attack by the Palestinians and money that has gone there from U.S. taxpayers. We have this situation on the East Coast right now. A lot of this stuff is to challenge and try Joe Biden, and he has not risen to the occasion. They called a lid at 3.30 yesterday afternoon and sent him to bed with all this chaos going on. We have lunatics who don't even believe in human biology making a mess of our country already since January 20th. Took them less than six months. They acted like the U.S. dollar has no value, and they spent money they didn't have, and inflation is here. It's everywhere. They decided to make it a whole lot worse. They paid millions of Americans more to sit at home than to work. And we have a huge problem with that right now. And to justify doing that, they use the word COVID. But you know what? Now we're finding out a lot of that was just a hoax. A lot of it was just a hoax, and we'll explain. The rest of us immediately wound up with a bewildering combination of rising unemployment in the middle of a severe labor shortage in 2021. If it didn't remind you enough of a, a grimmer version of the 1970s, we now have the gas shortages everywhere. We have the long lines. NBC News reporting gas shortages now reported in at least six states and expected to grow. ABC News pumps run dry. Officials urge drivers not to panic buy. An emergency, no. If they ran out of weed, that would be an emergency. Scrunchies to tie their man buns up, that would be an emergency. New York Times says, don't worry about this, none of this is real, it's all a conspiracy theory. Since the pipeline shut down, there have been no long lines, gasoline stations, says the New York Times. Why is all this going on? 
Well, the official explanation is that some mysterious gang of cyber criminals hacked into a software at a major American fuel supplier called Colonial Pipeline. And Colonial Pipeline handles more than 2 million barrels a day, half of the East Coast supply of diesel, gasoline, jet fuel. Yeah, that's not a problem at all. Nothing big going on there. Some gas stations, soon enough, the lunatics plan on closing them all. It's called Green New Deal. Every gas station in the entire United States is a target. They want to shut them all down. Some new, as yet defined, undefined means of transportation will magically appear and replace the truck and car that we drive every day. In his first day in office, Joe Biden shut down a pipeline, and that's the first thing he did. It was a massive pipeline, Keystone XL. Biden didn't wait for mysterious hackers to shut it down. He shut it down all by himself. And more than 11,000 people lost their jobs. And by the way, gas prices went up. And in case you haven't noticed, gas prices have never gone down since then. In Texas, gas prices are averaging 2.70 a gallon. Last year, it was a dollar 50. In California, the average price of a gallon of gasoline is over four dollars now. Last year at this time, it was 2.70. In Illinois, gas is three dollars and twenty cents a gallon. Last year, it was 2.10. 2.10. In Maine, the average price is $3. Now, a year ago, it was under 2 Right now, Americans are paying about $45 billion more for gasoline overall than we were last year. Why? It's the results of the policy decisions made by Joe Biden and this Green New Deal administration. Today, the administration's Bureau of Labor Statistics are going to release new official numbers on inflation in America, and inflation is here. Fortune reports... The average price of lumber is now 280% higher than it was pre-pandemic. For a typical 1,500-square-foot home, just the rough lumber used for framing the house in went from $14,000 a home to $29,000 a home. Now, in the material world, where the laws of nature apply when the price of something jumps that quickly and that high, you've got a supply problem because of supply and demand. Does that uh, apply to lumber? Are we growing less trees? No. The answer is, and you know this, it's bad federal policies distorting the price of everything in this country, from two-by-fours to diesel fuel, corn dogs, hot dogs, hamburger, and everything else. None of this is by accident. It wasn't an accident during the Obama years. It's not an accident now. It is reality in Biden's America. So what do you do? Do you get frustrated? Do you get PO'd? Do you uh, walk around upset all the time? No. No, there's no there's no point in that. You plan, you prepare, but you don't panic. Take a look at the video, Treyware page, KTSA.com, 517-Tracky.com. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. It's not just once a day this happens. This, there are attacks thousands of times a day on thousands of different companies, uh, private sector, uh, state, local governments. Everybody's getting hit every day, multiple times a day. All right, so how do you get ready for a cyber attack? Go to my page, Treyware page, KTSA.com, and watch the video. I have some ideas on how you prepare. Don't think this isn't going to hit you guys. It is. Uh, anytime a guy like Klaus Schwab, look him up. He's the guy that's behind the reset. Uh, anytime he starts talking about cyber attacks, that's not, that is not something that they're talking about may happen. 
He's talking about what the globalists are going to bring down upon your head. You want to hear the whole thing? What is it, about a minute something, Chris? Okay, let's go ahead and go through it. Let's we go all through know, it. Let's... but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack, which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. To use the COVID-19 crisis as a timely opportunity to reflect on the lessons the cybersecurity community can draw and improve our preparedness for a potential cyber pandemic. Listen to that word. Listen to that word. It's a word that I've been using now for a very long time. Cyber pandemic. Now that they know they can pull off a pandemic, now that they know they can control Americans with lies, as we found out that the CDC has been lying to you. What have I been saying all year long? That these numbers are fake, phony. The numbers the CDC has been putting out, and now it's been confirmed. Well, okay, not necessarily a lie, but not telling of the truth. The CDC has been telling us all year, oh, you got to wear a mask outside because we got about 10% or less, 10% or less, somewhere in that number, 10% or less of the infections are happening outside. Well, I won't take you into the minutiae and take you into the weeds of what they based that on. Just know it was a construction, one construction site in Singapore where it was a million degrees outside and they were working together in a tight space inside. And that's what they base their, well, outside, if you're maskless, you're going to get it. Folks, the truth of the matter is there's not one confirmed case on the globe of someone transmitting COVID-19 or coronavirus to another human being outside on the globe. How many billions of people are on the globe? Not one confirmed case. They've been lying to you. Well, okay, so the number, the official number, is less than 1%. Less than 1% is the official number. Less than 1%. So it's one of those deals where, you know, they say uh, somewhere between zero and 20,000 people are hit by shark attack, die by shark attacks every year. The actual number is 150 on the globe who die from shark attacks. The actual number of people who have been infected outdoors by COVID-19 is less than 1%. So they've been lying to you, telling you to mask up outdoors. How many other lies have they told you? Many, many. You have to prepare for a cyber pandemic. You have to get ready for it. They're using the word now. The globalists are using the word cyber pandemic. That means, hey, better get ready. Does that mean panic? No. Does that mean go to H-E-B and buy all the toilet paper? Of course not. Don't do anything stupid. 
sit down, write out a plan. Watch the video. It's on the Treyware page, KTSA.com. One thing we had prior to January 20th and Joe Biden was we had peace breaking out of the Middle East. It seemed like every week or so we had another Arab nation forming a peace pact with Israel. We had no bombings. We had no nighttime missiles being launched into Tel Aviv or Jerusalem. We had no Israelis dying. But last night they had Kristallnacht all over again. That's their word. They used it in Israel. Kristallnacht. You remember Kristallnacht from your history book? Oh, you didn't learn history. Well, that was where the night of broken glass. In 1938, the Nazis in Germany killed nearly 100 Jews, set synagogues on fire, vandalized Jewish homes, schools, and businesses. They did it last night. It was done to them last night. Synagogues, homes, schools, businesses in Israel set on fire last night. Kristallnacht II is what they're calling it in Israel. The response will be something incredible, I'm quite sure. Uh, but one of the things that Joe Biden did when he came back in power was took the reins off the Palestinians, took the reins off of the terrorist groups over there. And so they're back to doing what they did before. What they did before was to try to run Israel into the Mediterranean, and they're going to try to do that once again. That's where we are. The chaos around the world is reminiscent completely and totally of the Obama years. Remember when the American people couldn't catch a breath because every time we turned around there was more chaos here and more chaos there and chaos everywhere. There's chaos breaking out and police shootings, every, I mean police being shot. And we had all the, the, the Arab Spring, which meant all of the Middle East was on fire and they were fighting each other. And we had ISIS chopping the heads off of people and throwing gay people off the buildings. Remember all that when all that was going on? The wonderful days of the Obama years. Huh? Well, they're back now under Biden. And that's when I say Obama's running the country. I, I prove my case. I rest my case. But here we are again with the chaos and the unbelievable mess that only Democrat administrations can cause. But a man uh, like Trump was in power. He was making sure that peace was breaking out in the Middle East, that the pandemic was getting under control because vaccines were rushed to the market like they've never been done before in the history of our world. Gas prices in San Antonio were right around $1.50 throughout the state of Texas. That was the average price. You could buy a two-by-four and actually do something in the backyard. But yet, people didn't like the mean old tweets and had to get rid of Orange Man. Orange Man bad because of mean old tweets. The world that the left and some of you Republicans have created now, you see it everywhere. And we'll talk about another example that some ranchers found on their piece of property in South Texas just a couple of days ago. And if it doesn't incite you and cause you to wake up to what this administration and these people are doing to human lives, nothing will. Then you're soulless and you don't care. We've got that coming up for you next. Traffic and AccuWeather as well. And Don Morgan with the new... Staples.com slash shipping. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. If you guys could just hear this great guy in my ear every morning in Chris Glasgow, man, you would be smiling as well. Uh, right over there is Captain Don Morgan, and over there is Elaine Rodriguez. Good morning. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. On Mother's Day, a 75-year-old Texas farmer found five abandoned little girls, and I do mean little girls, in the dirt on his property near the Mexico border. 
Jimmy Hobbs and his wife Katie found the five girls, three of whom came from Honduras, ages seven, three, and two, seven, three, and two, and two little girls from Guatemala, ages five and eleven months. Katie Hobbs says these children were dumped out of the side of the river here on our farm. If this doesn't make you mad and make you want to take to the streets, I don't know what will. They have no mother, they have no father, they have nothing. This is one of our workers' wives right here taking care of this tiny one. No no one with these children, she said. Jimmy Hobbs has been farming onions and watermelons on that farm all of his life. He said he thought the girls would have died in the heat if they hadn't been found. He said this, I was making a round here on the farm. It was about 8.30 in the morning, just driving along, and all of a sudden I see them there at the side of the bank of the river, five little baby girls, all by themselves, hungry, crying. One didn't have any clothes on, wasn't even old enough to walk, crawling around. So immediately I called the Border Patrol, but they are snowed under. So... I waited for a while. I called one of my workers to go to the house and get his wife and bring some food and water. It's really hot. The high today was scheduled to be 103, end quote. Katie said it needs to stop right now. This is just five miles to the Rio Grande or of the Rio Grande. It's a huge border. It's happening all up and down. It can't go on. It's too hot. There are going to be a lot of death, a lot of suffering this summer. You think Joe Biden cares? Do you really think Joe Biden cares? Of course he doesn't. Do you think Kamala Harris cares? Of course she doesn't. They have proven that by their actions. Jimmy Hobbs said, we're talking about how the United States is such a humane country. Well, this is not humane anymore. It started under Biden. Now, this is a guy that's in a position to know because his land is on the river. He said, change it back to what Trump was doing. For the first time in 30 years, we felt secure here under Trump. It was working, and it was working well. Well, but Trump wasn't bringing in Democrat voters and Democrat laborers. That's not what Trump was doing. He was protecting, Trump was protecting the United States of America and our borders. That's what Trump was doing. Hell with that concept. Who cares about protecting our borders and protecting our nation? Let's have an invasion of people who can come in here and take from the American citizen and we'll give them free health care and we'll give them free money and we will allow them to vote for Democrats forever. Last week, the Biden administration said, oh, there's a massive drop in the number of child migrants being held by the United States. And if you remember, we talked about that and we played Henry Cuellar sound saying it didn't drop. They just moved them next door to other tents. They're showing you empty tents. But they still have them. In fact, the Associated Press, far-left Associated Press, reporting now tens of thousands of children from toddlers to teens remain in U.S. custody. A network of shelters now. So while they're not necessarily at Donna, they're not necessarily over there here, they're scattered all over the country now in various facilities, more than 200 in various states, in two dozen states. At least five of those facilities house more than a 1,000 children, and I think one of them is right here on the east side of San Antonio, isn't it? But we got rid of all of them. We don't have them cussy. No, we have 21, more than 21,000 children from toddlers to teens that we are holding right now. And we can't take care of all of them, says the Associated Press. So we can only take care of a few because we don't have enough people, volunteers, and paid employees to take care of them, feed them, uh, you know, uh, change their diapers, make sure there's no lice in their hair and all of those kind of things. So they're just sitting. They're sitting. This is Biden's America.
This is what he's doing to your country, folks. To your country. This is your country, not his. He's destroying it bit by bit from the inside. The governors of these various states now have written a letter to President Biden saying, you put all these people, all these kids in our states in various facilities here to hide them away. We don't have the people to take care of them. You're not giving us any money to take care of them. What are you supposed to do? Let them rot there? And that's what Joe and Kamala care about. They don't care if they rot. They don't care. They're getting voters. They're getting people to come across the border for one thing and one thing only, and that's to secure them votes. It's a humanitarian crisis. You don't have gasoline on the East Coast. you got war breaking out in the Middle East. you got lumber prices through the roof. you got gas prices through the roof. you got crime all over the streets in our country going up like crazy everywhere exponentially. Let me just ask you a question. 210-599-5555, is this what you voted for? Any, any of you who voted for Joe Biden, is this what you voted for? By the way, there is a guy at uh, South New Braunfels in his car. He's been there all night. About 11 o'clock last night, he was walking around a parking lot of an HEB saying he's going to sh- shoot himself. And a cop showed up, and he got in the car, and he's still in the car, and they got him on a you know, standoff situation going on, and they haven't been able to talk him out of the car yet. He's still over there. So you may want to stay away. It's in the shopping center parking lot. I don't think you can get there anyway because the cops are all there. You can see them. They've been there since 11 o'clock last night. They're not going to hurry the guy because that's when things get really bad. So they'll just wait him out, and eventually he's going to come out one way or the other. Eventually that'll, that'll happen. So if you want to avoid that area, try to do so. Pledge of Allegiance is coming up. Traffic and AccuWeather together. Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Huh. Yeah. Everybody wants you. No, just to just me. That's all. It's a 550. 550 KTSA FM 1071. And on the Treyware page, KTSA.com. Hey, listen, that thing we do called a pledge there. We're just trying to keep liberties like shining. We'd love for you to be a part of it. It's not hard. It's not all do us. All you do is you just call us, 210-599-5555. Chris records you, and we put you in the bank of people that say it. We'd love to have you do that. Please and thank you, 210-599-5555. You know, we all do these videos, and we post them just so we have some extra content for you guys to, to check out, right? Sometimes it's silly. I, I don't get all that silly on mine. I try to give you some information that might be a little bit useful in your life, and today is one of those. Today is some useful information because I want you to know what is coming with these cyber attacks. We're all looking at the one on the East Coast. We all see the fires uh, burning across the Middle East. We see all these things that are going on. We see the chaos that is happening. But with, when you take a look at the cyber attacks that are happening on the East Coast and shut down the pipeline, 5,500-mile pipeline, a couple of million gallons are uh, travel that way every day, and they have not been able to get it. You see the people that are panicking. And we are not that far out from what happened to us in February, but yet we have very short memories in this country. My video yesterday was about uh, commitment and how people didn't make a commitment to their pandemic dog and cat. So they went out and they adopted these dogs and cats during the pandemic because folks were lonely, and now the pandemic is easy, and they're taking them back and they're dumping them back. Uh, today's video is about these these cyber attacks, which you see this one in the news, guys, and you think that's it. 
but I want you, I want you to know no th- th- these happen like thousands and thousands of them right now there are attackers hackers trying to get into a system that you're connected with either your system or if you're a business owner your system at work or if you bank somewhere whatever you know wherever you're employed and there's no business that's too small and government entities are not off the radar for these folks I have been saying for more than 20 years that our future wars, and the future's here, our wars are going to be fought not by tanks and troops on the ground, not by Americans here and Nazis there, boom, boom, bang, bang. Our future wars are going to be fought on computers and now on cell phones. You don't need a full-size laptop to fight a war anymore. You can do it right from your cell phone. You can be standing across the street and turn the lights out of the business you're looking at with your cell phone. It can happen. It it has happened. And uh, so while it's not a time to panic, because that's what's going on the East Coast right now, and how many of us panicked back in February when the water wasn't running and the pipes and the the, uh, lights weren't turned on and the heat didn't come on, how many of us were panicking here? Of course there was a sense of panic. You may not have shown it on the outside, but inside you were like, how long is this going to last and where am I going to get some food? Well, now is the time to plan and now is the time to prepare. So I made a short little video about things you can do. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm considering making it kind of like a, a series of some kind where every once in a while I'll come back and I'll add a couple of ideas of things you can do so that you don't have to panic, so that you don't have to go get in a line at the service station, so that you don't have to be searching for toilet paper. Don't panic, but prepare and be ready. I remember when the show The Preppers was on, and Elaine and I used to talk about it all the time because she loved watching that one, and we'd talk about it all the time, and how these guys were you know, going out and buying everything and stuffing rooms full of stuff and food that lasts 50 years and all that kind of thing. water, you know. And uh, how, how they were made fun of by people in New York City and Los Angeles and Chicago. You know, people in urban centers were making fun of these folks out in the country. Well, guess what? They're not making fun anymore. So anyway, uh, just things to do. It's on the video this morning. Now, coming up at 6.20, Wes Bunch, the CEO of Bridgehead IT, who knows more about uh, cybersecurity than anybody I ever met in my life and how to protect yourself and your business and your home from cybersecurity attacks, he's going to join me here on the air, and we're going to kind of dig into some of that stuff. That'll be at 6.20 this morning here on KTSA, so make sure that you're tuned in and chilling with us, and we'll we'll help you uh, as best we can to know what to do in the event of you being a victim of a cybersecurity attack. When, when the globalists are now talking about a cyber pandemic, you better pay attention, Right. They were the very ones that before COVID-19 ever hit, they were talking about a global pandemic that we would need a global vaccine for that would take out X number of people. They were talking about that. So in my view, they're not like great prognosticators. They're not the next Nostradamus. In my view, some of these guys are responsible for this stuff, at least responsible for not stopping it when they had a chance. And now Klaus Schwab is talking about a global cyber pandemic. Can you imagine what that would be like? And it's not conspiracy radio. It's not all that. It's true. It's happening. It's happening right now on the East Coast. The major pipeline delivering fuel has been shut down now for almost a week. It'll be a week tomorrow. 
a week tomorrow. So, let's get ready. West Bunch coming up at uh, 620 this morning. We'll talk about it. Meanwhile, the uh, Politico is out. Politico is a left-wing uh, newspaper. It's online. It's a politic- obviously a political newspaper, Politico. And they are now reporting that the White House is demanding reporters who conduct interviews with administrative, uh, administration officials get their quotes approved by the White House before they publish them. They're not allowed to publish any quote from the White House unless it's first approved. And they are submitting themselves to that. Uh, Okay, the exercise is a carryover, they say, from the Biden presidential campaign. One that is irking White House reporters. The rule treats them like coddled capital pages. That's uh, not who the protections that they deserve. Okay, pretty interesting stuff. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, Kate, cyber attack. If anywhere that's connected with you, your employment, your employer suffered a cyber attack, if Walmart did, if, if, uh, if Valero did, and you couldn't buy gasoline, do you know what you would do? Do you have a plan? Well, I, I made that part of my video this morning. I'm probably going to do a series of, of this, uh, ideas on how to get ready for this kind of thing, because it's not going away. It's going to get bigger. Cyber pandemic on its way. The CDC is misleading the public with outdoor virus transmission figure. The CDC has been lying to you. I've been telling you that for a year. They've been lying to you about these numbers so they can control you through the mask wearing the whole nine. They've been lying to you about being outside maskless. It's not true that you're going to catch it outside being maskless. That's less than 1%. They have zero cases confirmed cases of people catching it outside you know what they did they based their 10 percent figure on one construction site in singapore with the guys working close to close face to face and one time in the heat of singapore that's what they based the 10 percent on it's one percent now the cdc is having to admit it and even the far lefty susan collins said yesterday i don't trust you guys anymore good we've never been able to trust anthony fauci oh i love Rand paul i love Rand paul went after him yesterday took in right after uh anthony fauci yesterday with facts and figures and actual documentation about this whole gain of function do you know what gain of function is it is exactly how it sounds it's taking a virus that is typically in animals and Adding functions to it, adding functions to the virus, such as infecting humans, seeing if we can make it more powerful so that it cannot be overcome in humans. It's called gain of function. Well, the allegation is the NIH has been funding this uh, gain of function research through the Wuhan lab and other places as well. And Rand Paul took Anthony Fauci to task on that yesterday. Anthony Fauci said it's just not correct. Well, what Anthony Fauci is doing is he's playing a word game. He said we haven't directly funded gain-of-function research. Listen to what these politicians say. We haven't directly funded it which means they've run it through other organizations and they funded something else within the research organization so that the research organization could take the funding they meant for something else and do gain-of-function research. You see how that works? 
We didn't directly do it. So they run it through the ABC Research Company, your tax dollars, through ABC. I'm just making stuff, you know, names up. ABC Research Company. And ABC Research Company then gives the money to Wuhan. Wuhan says we're going to do research on, uh, you know, defibrillation of this, that, or the other. Great. But the money they were going to spend to research defibrillation of this, that, or the other, then they take that money and they spend it on gain of function. Will viruses come out of bats and get stronger in humans? That's how it works. So they can then say, they've got several layers, and they can then say, well, we don't directly fund gain of function because we, uh, we don't approve of it, so we don't directly fund it. Yes, they do. They do. They just do it in a way that's hidden. And, and the government does this all the time. All right, quick break. When we come back, Wes Punch, CEO of Bridgehead IT, will join me. We're going to talk about cyber attacks and what to do to protect yourself and your business. We'll talk about that coming up here on KTSA. Right now, I want to talk about Car Zeus because Car Zeus is the number one place around here to sell your car or truck. New and improved option for if you're looking to sell your car, eliminating all the risk and the time it takes to sell privately or even go in and trade it into a dealership. When you're dealing with CarZeus.com, literally, they have nothing to sell. They're not a car dealership, so they're not trying to sell you anything. They want to buy your vehicle from you. They want to give you a great price for it. And, you know, here's the deal. They'll pay the same day, even even offer to pick it up from you. There's no corporate red tape. They're real people helping real people at CarZoos. So you can get your free no-obligation offer today if you'd like. Just simply log on to their website, CarZoos. It's C-A-R-Z-E-U-S, CarZoos.com. Get the free no-obligation offer today. And if you want to sell it today, great. If not, well, that's fine with them, too. That's CarZeus.com. AccuWeather forecast today, cloudy, breezy, 71. Tomorrow, some sunshine at 75. And on Friday, clouds of sun at 85. At Audible.com. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. We also need to focus on cryptocurrency. Uh, this is how these uh, these criminals are being paid. Uh, we It might be up to $7 billion, we heard, possibly last year. Not everybody reports the ransom they pay, but it's all being paid in, in cryptocurrency, so we have to look at that. Well, let's talk about this now. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Going to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline, my friend, Wes Bunch, from Bridgehead IT is joining me. You hear me talk about them all the time on the show because this is an issue that is huge. It's one that's under the surface, though, so a lot of people don't hear about it or know about cyber attacks. But I believe, if we're not already in one, that there's a cyber pandemic coming. And what that means is these people who are nefarious, whether they are nation states, and we still don't know if this is uh, controlled or has any contact with Russia, uh, if this is an actual act of war, or if it's some guy in his basement, could be a combination of two. Uh, we just don't know what's going on with the pipeline deal, but these kinds of attacks by the thousands happen uh, all over the country. And my video today on the KTSA Trey Wear page is what to do now, and panic is not one of the things, to protect yourself against uh, against cyber attack and, and, and prepare. And, Wes, it's good to talk to you this morning. Uh, good morning, Trey. Good to talk to you as well. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. So how big of an issue is this? 
Well, it's it's huge. Um, I've been in the cybersecurity space now for over 20 years, and the last uh, six to nine months, uh, the threat level is is higher than it's ever been, and you are the target. Uh, it's no longer just the big banks. Uh, it's no longer the the you know the big government agencies. Uh, this energy pipeline that we saw shut down. Uh, it's, it's no longer those big companies. It's everybody. It's big business. There's a lot of money behind it, and uh, I think that's the the key. Is that we're we're all a target now. For those who don't understand ransomware and how it works, brief description of what's going on here. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, ransomware is you think of it like a virus. Uh, it's a it's a program that it executes in your systems and it steals your data. It takes it and it encrypts it, and then you get this friendly little note saying, by the way, if you want your sensitive data back, your financial data, your customer data, if you want that back, you have to pay us. And as soon as you pay us, we'll give you your data back. And that could be $500. That could be $5 million. Uh, it's, it's really all over the place. And if you don't have good protections in place, um, you're not going to get your data back and your business will be down until you pay. And paying is what you definitely do not want to do. They have they can set whatever price, too, right? I mean, I, I think a minute ago in the news we were hearing $7 billion is the kind of money that they're talking about to free up this pipeline. Yeah, that's right. They, they can. They, they look and they get an idea of how much money they think you have in your in your pocket, and that's what they charge. And uh, they, you know, it's interesting. They, they, they will negotiate with you. Sometimes these negotiators are actually relatively friendly people, as silly as that sounds, uh, but they're professional negotiators, so sometimes you can negotiate that price. But if they think you've got the $7 billion, they won't budge. Who's they? When you say negotiators <laughs> and you say these people, you know, I've always thought of these guys who were hackers and nefarious intent guys back at the early stages of the Internet. I always envisioned the guys that never got out of their robe, sat in Dad's garage in a corner over there with one a single light on, and they were, ha, 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 can I hack into this and, and mess around? And I actually ran into a guy one time, and he said, yeah, that's what I do. I go to hacker conventions, and, and actually the people who write code for computers and whatever, they appreciate us because that's how they get better at protecting the systems. I thought, oh, my God, this is, this is unbelievable. So who are they that we're talking about here? Well, you know, you said it earlier, and, uh, you know, ultimately we don't, we don't always know. What we do know is, is that in most cases it is state-funded cyber terrorism. So it, it's not the, the, the hacker kid sitting in his basement. Yeah, it could be very, very rarely. But in most cases, these are very well-funded companies. And if, if I decide that I want to attack somebody as an individual, I can actually hire these companies to do that for me and to help me with that. And these are legit companies. Like, for instance, I can buy their little hacking program to go attack your company with ransomware. And if for some reason it isn't working, they have like a help desk system that I can call oh, yeah. in and get a friendly, a friendly support technician. And he can diagnose why my hacking isn't working and help me out. So, We're visiting yeah, West Bunch. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I was just going to reset. We're, we're visiting with Wes Bunch from over at Bridgehead IT. I, one of the stories that came out this morning is Colonial Pipeline. They were using a vulnerable, outdated version of Microsoft Exchange, and this is what the, you know uh, left them vulnerable. Apparently, this is the report that's out this morning uh, in the media. Um, it, you know, I, I understand that last year the Trump administration sent out notification to these pipelines and what have you, and other critical infrastructure, and said, "Hey, there are attacks on you guys." right now you need to step it up but apparently because they're private businesses the government do doesn't really have a place to go in and force them to step it up 
Well, that's that's right, and and you know, it's what we see every day is is, is people that have this idea that we're we're just not a target. You know, oh, I own a hardware store in Pleasanton, Texas, or you know, oh, I own a law firm. I'm not I'm not a target. A lot of these private companies uh, just just don't believe they are a target, and and they are. Uh, you don't have to be a, a pipeline company that owns five million you know miles of pipeline or five thousand miles of pipeline. It's it's really everybody. There's a guy by the name of uh, Klaus Schwab who is one of these guys that's one of the globalist kind of guys, and he's talking about the Great Reset and all that. We have sound. I don't know, Chris, if you have a little bit of it, you can uh, drop in real quick. But he's talking about this, and he's referring to a cyber pandemic, kind of like the COVID pandemic that that we've all been going through. Let's just play a, a small bit of that, Chris. We all know, but still pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack which would bring to a complete halt to the power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. Okay, let's put it right there. Wes, what, what is your concern when you hear somebody say something like that? Well, it's it's not as melodramatic as it may sound. Um, you know, the, these are our biggest fears: these these attacks on our energy sectors, um, these utilities. Uh, it, it really, you know, these attacks. Uh, somebody just doesn't wake up in the morning and say, "Okay, I'm going to attack this this company uh, tomorrow," and, and they do it at 10:30 in the morning. Now, these are very well orchestrated attacks that we see staging staging for the attack. Oftentimes, as far back as a year and a half. So, so if you think about somebody that really wants to attack the United States, well, the energy sector is a great example. Let, let's take down utilities. I, you know, we, we all remember Snowbid from a few months ago, and that was not yep. a cyber event. But, but a cyber event could absolutely do that, and, and, and that and those energy outages aren't going to be just a day or two. Um, those could be prolonged and sustained uh, for a very long time. So he's, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's something to think about, and it's certainly a possibility. What can I, Joe Q citizen, do? Oh gosh, you know, really, uh, you know, having a plan is is super important. If you if you're a business owner, you know, have somebody come in and conduct a security risk analysis. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. People just don't realize vulnerabilities that they have. You know, you mentioned this Microsoft Exchange vulnerability that, that took this pipeline company down. A lot of people knew about that because it was well publicized. But there are so many vulnerabilities that are not well publicized, and if you don't know what your attack surface looks like, you're you know you're you're just behind the eight ball you know right away. And so we we really recommend just just get a risk analysis done, uh, talk to your people, train your people. You know all it takes is one click, one person to open up an email attachment, you know one person to click a link that they shouldn't, and boom. You're 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 in trouble. Uh, again, have that business continuity plan. What what do we do uh, if this happens? You know that that fear sets in and that deer in the headlights sets in. And it's amazing how many companies we see that are just deer in the headlights. They're just stuck. They're like, oh, this wasn't supposed to happen, and they waste two or three days just in a paralysis of analysis. If you have a plan ahead of time, it's so much better when it comes time to the recovery phase. What about individuals, though? You, you were saying that everybody is a target. Am I a target? Are you a target as individual citizens? And what can we do? 
Yeah, you know, uh, just just be be smart about passwords. Uh, you know, be be smart about clicking on links. You know, don't open up emails from people that you're not expecting and you don't recognize. Uh, be careful of phone calls and the information that you divulge over the phone. It, it's amazing how many people will call you and say, "Hey, I'm I, I'm from Microsoft and and I sense that there's a problem with your computer. Uh, I can help you with that." And you know, they they get into your computer remotely to help diagnose a problem. And what they're doing is is they're installing ransomware on your computer or they're installing wow. a keylogger, which which is going wow. to record all your logins and passwords. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, I'd like to grab them all and roast them up in a prison somewhere to keep up this stuff because it's just, it makes me crazy. makes me insane. Wes, I appreciate you and I appreciate what Bridgehead does every day. Thanks for coming on. I got a feeling we're going to have to talk some more about this at another time as the situation continues to grow and, and be a, a bigger issue in our lives in America. Thank you, sir. You're welcome, Trey. Have a good day. You too. West Bunch, and that's Bridgehead IT. All right, 628 now, and I'm going to tell you about our friends over at Pecos Fence Company. Somebody posted yesterday, hey, where can I find a great fence repair company? Well, Pecos does a lot of fence repair. Now, their mainstay is building fences, new fences, right? That's their mainstay, and that's what they do a lot. All in our area, all throughout the 99 counties that we serve on KTSA, they're there and ready at Pecos Fence Company. But if you need repair, like you, you got hit with a storm and a fence got blown over or whatever, you bet they can get to it. You bet they can uh, put new posts in the ground and cedar uh, that they need to do and all the runners. They can take care of everything for you, and they can do it all touchless. So here's what I mean by that. Free estimate. They'll show up. They'll look at your property. Then they'll go back to the office and draw it all up and send it to you via email. Then you'll know exactly what's going on and how much it's going to cost you to have them do the job. And they will do a great job at Pecos Fence Company. Chain link fence, every kind of fence you can Im- imagine at Pecos. 210 655 Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Thank you, David. We'll be listening today. It's uh, 637 Trey Ware, KTSA. So the chaos has returned to the world. We've got spree killings and mass shootings going on, right? We don't have a border in the United States anymore. In fact, they're finding little girls on the ranch down there all by themselves. And I mean little, five and under. Middle East is on fire again, where Israel's being attacked by the Palestinians, and Hamas, who is a, an agent of Iran who is receiving money from the Biden administration. Gas prices climbing here, lumber prices climbing, inflation is everywhere you look. Lack of a labor force, nobody wants to go to work because they're being paid to sit at home. Got a cyber attack par- paralyzing the East Coast right now, and the White House is calling lids almost every day at 3.30 and putting uh, the fossilized Pino president name only to bed every day. Let's go to our friend John Hayward from Breitbart.com, who joins me every Wednesday at this time to break a lot of this stuff down on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. John, what are we supposed to make of all this? Well, uh, I guess I'm not surprised. I mean, this is what happens when you vote for a senile Democrat and put him in the White House. Democrats are bad news to start with. Joe Biden's not in command of his mental faculties. He's completely incapable of handling any of these crises, never mind all of them. And all of them are happening because of him. None of this would be happening under Donald Trump. Every Biden voter needs to understand that, accept it, live it, internalize it, understand that you did this by putting him in charge. This is the inevitable result of putting someone like Joe Biden in charge. We all 
all knew this is what he's like. This is what he does. The guy's a walking failure. It's been failing upward his entire life, and now he's bringing the whole country down. It's apocalyptic out there, and his media is frantically scrambling to cover for him by pumping out phony stories that are claiming, oh, there's no gas lines. The New York Times, oh, there's no gas lines uh, out there. I, I mean, that's, isn't that disinformation that should get them banned from social media for, uh, for obvious lies like that? But this is the problem with having a media that's completely enthralled to one political party. You can't trust them to tell you what's actually going on or to connect it all together and make you understand it's the White House, it's Biden. This is all a result of him, his policies, him personally, his lack of leadership, his mental incapacity. The whole world is on fire now because of Joe Biden. You know, let's take on the media for just a second, because you're right. Uh, a story comes out from Politico, of all places, a far leftist online newspaper that covers politics. And Politico reports that they have to get the quotes from White House people approved before they're allowed to print those quotes. And sometimes they say, nope, uh-uh, nope, uh-uh, yes, okay, but you got to change this. They're editing the quotes of people out of the, the White House. Now, yesterday, Rand Paul, Senator Paul, took on Anthony Fauci because... We know Fauci's been lying to us, and we know now that the CDC, and I've been saying it for a year, the CDC's been lying to us about these numbers. And so Rand Paul took on Anthony Fauci yesterday, and he was talking about a certain kind of research that the NIH has been funding now for years, and whether or not it is connected to the Wuhan lab. It's called gain-of-function, which is exactly how it sounds, folks. If you're not familiar with it, gain-of-function research is where they, they take a, a virus, let's just say it's a cove 2 virus and they say let's take it out of an animal and see if we can gain function in a human and make it unstoppable in a human and so Rand paul said or do you still support uh funding the gain of function research and of course anthony fauci lying through his teeth said i don't support it and i don't uh, i don't support funding it directly we don't directly fund it now directly is the key word because as i always say with politicians if their lips are moving, they are lying. You got to listen to their words. So they'll spend the money. They'll they'll, they'll take the money. NIH will take the money. And they'll give it to X Y Z research company. Now they've got a layer. The X Y Z research company, let's just say, goes to the Wuhan lab, and the X Y Z company says we're going to give you the money to research. Oh, flies. Okay, flies. Great. They take the money that they were going to spend on researching flies, and they spend that money on gain-of-function. So indirectly, the U.S. taxpayer has uh, has funded the gain-of-function. So somebody like an Anthony Fauci can sit there in line and say, we don't directly fund gain-of-function when we've been doing it now for years. And I don't have any doubt in my mind that's where this came from. Do you? No, I, I mean, I don't think any serious observer at this point doubts that the laboratory release is the most likely hypothesis. Now, the World Health Organization had their visit to Wuhan, and they published their report, and they said that the laboratory hypothesis was the least likely. They didn't rule it out or say it was improbable or impossible, but they said it was the least likely outcome. And I think a, a large number of scientists, upon reading that report, noticed that there was no evidence whatsoever for animal transmission, which they said was the most likely scenario. But there's oceans of evidence pointing back 
at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and we'd have smoking guns by now if they weren't an authoritarian regime that had worked for a year to clean up all traces of their crime. What actually happened completely fits the pattern of laboratory experiments by the irresponsible Chinese, and they are monstrously irresponsible, and they have hideous security procedures at their laboratories, including the Wuhan one. So all of the fact patterns are pointing at that as the most likely scenario. But there are a lot of interests in the Western world that don't want to talk about that. They don't want to mess up their deals with China. They don't want to conflict with the Chinese Communist government. And you have a lot of scientists, Anthony Fauci, some of the scientists that were on the World Health Organization team that have vested conflicts of interest here that supported this research. And they didn't want gain-of-function research or their entire discipline to come under question for laboratory origin. So they all agreed to just pretend it was unlikely, but it's likely. And to close the loop on that, uh, Andy Cooper and the boys over at CNN attacked Rand Paul last night, of course, instead of trying to hold Anthony Fauci to any kind of uh, reasonable account on this. A couple of the stories I need to get to with you before we got to go, John. Uh, Liz Cheney, what do we make of all that today? Well, it look, I think she's losing her position. It seems like, you know, that's that's a, it baked in the cake right now. And I know a lot of this is inside baseball, so a lot of it's personal. I don't think the rank-and-file people, like, look how we started. Joe Biden set the world on fire, and the media thinks the big story is whether Liz Cheney has her job. I mean, ordinary right. people, including Republicans, care less. I mean, she doesn't speak for us. She doesn't connect to us. She has no real connection to the party. She's antithetical to the base of the party. That's not somebody that should be in that position. I don't know who should be. It it's at least Stefanik looks like she might take over. She's got a worse conservative voting record than Liz Cheney does. I mean, it's, it, this is one of the reasons Republican voters are so dispirited. It just doesn't seem like they can find anybody in leadership who's really fighting for them, looking out for their interest and agreeing with them on the world. But, I mean, at this moment in the news with everything going on, the media thinks Liz Cheney's job is the only job in America that matters. The rest of us oh, are hitting the red lines. You know, job report, an unholy disaster that comes out in April. But the media just thinks Liz Cheney's job is the only important one in the country. It's insane. It's lead story. We carry ABC. Here it's lead story on ABC. It's insane. While you know, thousands of people are lined up trying to get gasoline on the East Coast with more than a thousand service stations completely closed. What are your thoughts on that? Well, God, we got to do something, but what do you do? This is the ransomware problem, and this has been a big problem. I've been writing about this for years now as the FBI yep. begins to understand that ransomware is, is a great critical threat. It was only a matter of time before either a state actor or a criminal gang, take your pick, hit something like this, you know, did something like this to a major infrastructure component like oil pipelines, and what do you do? I mean, if you, if you try to fight them, it takes a long time to get rid of the ransomware and get your system up and running again, but if you just pay them off, then you get attacked again and again and again. It, it's, it's the paradox of the hostage situation, and it, it, we need better defenses against this. It's another place where we need to step up our security. Yeah, and, and the president doesn't need to go to bed at 3.30 in the afternoon. Finally, Middle East, uh, you know, during the Trump years, peace was breaking out. We had more and more Arab nations who were signing on to agreements with Israel, and now look what we've got going on. Right. This is nothing but predatory opportunism. A weak, senile president who doesn't know what he's doing, and his major foreign policy objective from the people that actually run the Biden administration is to schmooze with Iran and restore the Iran nuclear deal and do business with Iran. And knowing that, all of these predatory wolves have been circling ever since Election Day, getting ready to strike. And this is the beginning of it. It will not be the end of it. There will be more. There are going to be more provocative actions. China's going to get in there. Russia's going to get in there. Every bad actor in the world is going to pounce on the carcass of this administration and this is the first foreign policy test they're failing but there will be many more to come
John Hayward, every Wednesday right here on KTSA, and of course, all the time at Breitbart.com. You can read in there, and the author of Dr. Zero, Year One. We'll talk next week, if not sooner, John. Thank you, as always, my friend. Thank you very much for having me. Great to have you. Uh, okay, 645 Trayware KTSA for Car Zeus. The new and improved option when you're looking to sell your car. Now, at Car Zeus, they literally have nothing to sell. Okay, they're not a car dealership, so they're not trying to sell you anything. It's their people first culture that makes a difference over at Car Zeus. They put you first. So you get your quote absolutely free with no obligation. And no hassle. And if you decide to move forward and sell your vehicle to Car Zeus, well, you can pay this, get paid the same day, and they even offer to pick it up from you wherever you are, at home, your office, or whatever. There's no corporate red tape. This is just real people helping real people right here in San Antonio. San Antonio born and bred Car Zeus, C-A-R-Z-E-U-S. If you're looking to sell your vehicle today, get your free, no obligation, no hassle, uh, offer right now at Car Evans Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. None of this would be happening under Donald Trump. Every Biden voter needs to understand that, accept it, live it, internalize it, understand that you did this by putting him in charge. This is the inevitable result of putting someone like Joe Biden in charge. We all knew this is what he's like. This is what he does. The guy's a walking failure. He's been failing upward his entire life, and now he's bringing the whole country down. It's apocalyptic out there. Forget you. Trayware here on KTSA, 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Trayware page, KTSA.com. I got a video up uh, this morning, 59 seconds, an explanation of things you can do to prepare for a cyber attack. One of the nation's largest cyber attacks is happening on the East Coast right now. People trying to get gasoline. You need to prepare for a cyber attack in your life. And I have... Uh, a, a few ideas. I'm going to have to do a series of this because a lot more than I could do in the video, and I'll do some more videos that will explain that. Tim Tebow's getting back in the NFL. He's going to be a tight end over at the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the left is all upset because nobody hired Colin Kaepernick. Oh, it's white privilege. It's white supremacy. Well, let me explain to you what this is. It has nothing to do with white privilege or white supremacy. I've said from the beginning the reason Colin Kaepernick is not in the NFL is not because he kneeled or he wore stupid socks. The reason Colin Kaepernick is not in the NFL is he kind of sucks as a quarterback. He's saying, yeah, he's all right. He's not NFL caliber. You know, the guys that they have now, whew, wow. And Kaepernick can't play with those guys. Now you say, well, Tebow's the same way. Here's what Tebow did. Tebow realized he wasn't an NFL caliber quarterback, so he went back to work, and he's been working at it for the past, I don't know, six, seven years, and learned how to be a tight end. And then he went and tried out for tight end position. Kaepernick couldn't even be bothered to show up for a t- tryout that the NFL set up for him. He doesn't want to play in the NFL. He wants to do what he's doing now. He's making more money now than riding the bench in the NFL, which is exactly what he would be doing. I'll say it one more time. I've said it a million times. Coach's job is to win. If Colin Kaepernick could deliver wins, you can bet your butt he would be playing in the NFL, regardless of kneeling or socks or anything else. Because that's all that's that's what a coach has to do to stay alive in the NFL. He got to win, and they know that Kaepernick cannot win. It has nothing to do with uh, fist raise and all that, or kneeling or anything else. It has to do with the fact they know they can't win with him. They got other guys that give him a better chance. Bottom line, and Tebow, he's going to try it for a year, and we'll see if he can play uh, tight end now personal note. I don't usually get into birthdays and all that kind of stuff, because you can spend a whole radio show doing that. But there's a guy that's a real good friend, and you know him. 
you know him well. Uh, I call him Smith because it's short for smartest man in Texas, and he truly is. You spend five minutes with this guy, and you go, wow, that's <laughs> some serious brain power. Well, Nancy and I have been fortunate enough to spend more than five minutes with Jonathan Gerwitz. You've heard us have him here on the show. He's a personal friend as well. His wife works with our travel company. He sat with me on the couch when my kids passed away and held my hand through all of that as well. And I love him as a dear, dear brother, and today is his birthday. So the other night, he sent me a text calling me an old man, and I looked at his age, and I said, wait a minute. <laughs> you looking in the mirror. I love you, Jonathan, and I hope you have an awesome day today. So happy birthday to you. And if you guys know him then i hope you'll reach out and just tell him to have a great day and give him a high five jonathan gerwitz is uh, finally because we're the same age turning 29 today have a great day all right uh, coming back wearing rima on the other side we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to dig into we really are going to get more into uh this cyber attack at the service stations and with this pipeline out on the east coast because as west bunch told me and we'll play a little bit of sound from him as west bunch told me in the last half hour this is not just aimed at, at pipelines or aimed at electric companies or anything else. This is aimed directly at us as individuals, at our companies. And do you know what you would do if you woke up, turned on the power, and the lights didn't come on? Well, February was kind of a, a warning for us, wasn't it? Or if you ran over to Walmart and their doors were closed because they didn't have any power. <clears throat> Those are the kind of things that we need to be thinking about. And I think this is a harbinger that we need to pay attention to, so we'll talk a little bit about that. And so many other subjects, too. Where and Rima coming up next, KTSA.